Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Finishing Well as a Podcast. If you are 65 or older, we welcome you as a part of our senior generation. And if you happen to be younger, you're welcome as well. We're glad to have you. Um, This is the place, whether you're older or younger, where we want to talk about how we can all live our lives and finish our lives well and with purpose. I'm Randy Hess, and I'm pleased to be here today with my friend, Al Habaker. Al founded the Finishing Well Ministries several years ago, and I am so glad to be a part of this process today. How are you doing, Hal? Randy, I'm well. I think I'm growing well. I'm going through the paces of life. I'm fixing this week to turn another birthday in my life. So I'm constantly in the aging process, uh, going well into my 70s. So I'm enjoying life, following Jesus, and uh, encouraging others to do the same. Well, Hal, what is your view of the subject today? What are we talking about? Well, what I'd like to talk about today, or what we'd like to talk about, is hardships in the aging process. Mm-hmm. You know, there is pain in life. I mean, just a simple introduction. I, I love I love all the stages of life. I really do. And I'm loving growing into this new current stage as an aging person. But, you know, when our kids were little, you know, they'd stumble and fall as they were trying to walk and learning new skills in life. So you you realize... And even in your own life, as you reflect back in your early years, there are hard things that happen that you have to learn. And when your kids fall and crash and cry, I mean, it's, it's, I don't like it. You want them to be able to magically walk on air or whatever, but it, life isn't like that. So we're all learning through hardships in all kinds of ways. You know, I love uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, the writer of Ecclesiastes. Solomon says, what is crooked cannot be straightened. And there is a hardship ingrained in life uh, that I think God wants to use to teach us. So we're concentrating on some of those hardships. Obviously, we can't hit them all, but just some highlights we want to talk about today. Does that sound good, Randy? It sounds great, yes. And I I have... uh... A lot of interest in this topic, Hal, because I think it is one of our ongoing struggles with the discussion of finishing well. So I'm glad we're tackling it. Uh, Let me start with just a basic. I mean, we talked about some of the simple things in life, but exercising. You know, when you exercise your muscles, there's a push and a pull. There's a hardship. As you strengthen your muscles, there needs to be resistance. So that resistance really is a part of life. And as we discover, it's also part of our enemy's strategy. He wants to tear us down, and Satan's goal is to destroy us. First Peter 5, 8, he roars like a lion who seeks to devour and destroy us. So not only do we have our own hardships, we stumble over ourselves, but our enemy is at, at work trying to destroy us as well. Uh, so I, I want to just begin with a couple. Uh, you know, I think of Second uh, Corinthians four sixteen, where Paul says, "Therefore, we do not lose heart, though our outer man is decaying or deteriorating; our inner man is being renewed day by day." So we have the physical hardships of life as they come on through all of life. But as I age, I'm not what I used to be, 
and things happen, hip replacements, knee replacements, you know, hardships, diseases of all kinds, you know, they're in our lives even more so as we age. And I think God has designed, allowed them to be a part of our life. So we have physical hardships in our life. We have, you know, spiritual hardships in our life when we go through hard times. You know, um, that's a key part of our of our thinking, I, I believe, about the process of finishing well is that if you one of the things we want people to do is to age well. And if they can't age well, we you know our shortened short and sweet version of finishing well is to uh, get up, reach out, lift up. And get up means that we age in a way that allows us to, the, to feel capable, to feel ready, to feel uh, the will to go beyond what's going on with me to help somebody else, right, Hal? And if I don't have, if I'm struggling with my illnesses that I have myself, um, it makes it extra challenging for me to get beyond those to, to, to be of service, to be a servant to, to be of help to someone else. Yet that's what we're suggesting is what God wants us to do. So taking care of number one, even though it is all about making me first for a little while, is probably important along the way. Meaning, make sure I'm taking care of things that allow me to age in a way that, that allows me to turn attention to other people. And, and processing that for yourself, processing the aging process with others around you, sharing the hardships of life. I mean, that's the second essential. You, you connect with each other. So we are aging and we face our hardships just like we faced them at any age before in, in whatever area of life, but we share them with each other and we receive encouragement. And so you struggle to stay connected. You struggle to share. But in the sharing process, I, I was with somebody just yesterday. Uh, she has a group of people around us that are like 15 years distance in their aging process. But it's a committed group of eight individuals, and they have purpose to share life and all the hardships that aging brings together. And they pray for each other. They share that with each other. And so and one of these people, their spouse has just been in the early stages of memory loss. You know, how do you share that? How do you process it? It changes your marriage, changes your life. Right. So you have these hardships uh, that happen. Right. Another area we could talk about is, you know, we have hardships in relationships. You know, you mentioned in our previous podcast, there are hardships in marriage to work through mm -hmm. and you want to work through them. But mm -hmm. I think of Jesus, I mean, there were hardships in his life. He had one of the 12 who ended up betraying him. Yes. Uh, David says in several of the songs, uh, you know, it wasn't my enemy. It was my friend who sat at the table who turned his back on me and stabbed me in the back, those kinds mm -hmm. of things. So you have relationships that are broken in life. They create incredible hardships uh, that may even happen in family as your adult kids may make choices. Your grandkids may make choices that are really hard for you and me to understand. And how do we encourage people in the, in, in the midst of their decisions that really run against 
how we would wish or how we would pray and how you keep doing that. I think there is the parent-grandparent challenge, I'll call it. And that is, should I, as a parent-grandparent, if I'm going to finish well, put my two cents in to tell them the right way to do it? In other words, should I give the right answer to them and hope that they get it and hope they absorb it, you know, drop the mic or whatever and walk out the door? Well, good luck with that. Uh, So I think my conclusion from our experience, a little bit of experience here, is that um, we've concluded that the grace part of our lives, maybe the last third, learning grace, is that we're, it's better to be kind than right with my kids. It's better to be kind than right with my grandkids. And maintain that relationship, Hal. If I keep the relationship, I'm still in the fight. If the relationship is broken, there's nothing more for me to do or to say. So, yes, difficult relationships are some of the hardest things we face because of differences of opinion in our families, Uh, difference of opinion between parents and grandparents, between grandparents and grandkids. we have to stay in the fight, don't we? We have to be kind and understanding and listening and very cautious in our advice, very cautious about uh, offering things that come across in a way we don't want them to come across. You know, Randy, one of the things I don't ever want to lose is what I call the ministry of presence. Not presence, E-N-T-S, but presence, E-N-C-E. The ministry of being there. You know, it's very important in grieving and hardships just to be with somebody, not to say anything. Uh, I have a good friend who just lost a daughter, 48 years of age. I I don't have any advice for him. I just want to be with him put my arms around them and hug them. I care. You know, as my kids make choices, adult kids, I want them to know I'm with them in in their pain, in their hardship as they struggle with issues. I'm, I'm not sure I know what the right thing to say is, except that I know God is with them as he has been with me. And that's the grace part you just mentioned. You know, I'm always interested. Second Peter 3.18, the last letter we have from the Apostle Peter, probably right before his death, he says, but growing grace. You know, that's what you said, Randy. How can I pour out grace in my life, through my life, to others? I think it's the best thing we can do in finishing well. I mean, go back to Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross hardship. Hebrews 5.8, he learned obedience through what he suffered. So our hardship, our pains are tremendously valuable in growing ourselves and sharing that with others. Does that make sense? 
It does. It does. And 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 where we have an opportunity that is just simply doing that, sharing the pain, sharing pain that may have already been in the in your life as a grandparent, because you've lived longer. You've been involved in more kinds of episodes in life. Uh, you've been maybe to the mountain, but you've also been in the valley. And to share with whoever is interested in that, that I've been there and um, I just want to encourage you that you can come through. Uh, helps a lot. You're not giving them the answer that telling them, directing them or telling them exactly what you want them to do or think they should do. But you're just simply saying, you know, keep praying, go back to the Lord, keep heart, because you can come through this. I've been through something just like it. And you can do it. Yeah, I can't help but think back through the pages of Scripture as we talk about this idea. The stories in God's Word are stories of hardship and pain. Yet, even more so, they're stories of God's faithfulness and the hope that He gives. So we're always in the process of being hopeful in the midst of struggles and challenges, whether they're in ourselves, understanding our own lives, understanding our marriages, understanding our kids, our grandkids, people who live around us, going through the process of life. Uh, well, we could go on and on about problems. As you're listening to this, I would encourage you to just think through the challenges you're having in your own life right now. How do you think about them? I think of, again, the Apostle Paul, 2 Timothy 4, verse 7. We have finished the fight. Let me tell you, our enemy is real. He will seek to take us out, and we need to encourage each other in the middle of that fight, like warriors, a band of brothers. I think of that movie series. You know, we're a band of aging people, a convoy of strength in a church, in a community, in a family, in a network of friends, encouraging each other to finish well and live well with the life God has given to us. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to well, that. Well, again, it's a joy to be with you. Hope we've sparked some thoughts in your mind, in your heart, and I hope we've encouraged in you. You know, I mentioned Hebrews 12. Uh, the, the writer of Hebrews says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. You know, the challenge in finishing well and going through hardships is to get our focus on the problems and not the one who can give us strength and joy and hope through the problems. That's why we look to Jesus. He is the author and finish of our faith. And he went through hardships, accepting them as from his father's hand. And he uh, it loved us through them. So may we love others through our problems and make that the mission of our lives. So that's the that's the goal of finishing well, fulfilling God's plan for our aging years, which are fraught just like at any point in life with lots of challenges. So may we live our lives to that end and encourage each other. May God bless you and encourage you and keep your eyes on Jesus every day of your life. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you.